I should have known. She didn't like me. I don't think anybody likes you. Jared, if you put your hands up like that again, we're getting a new producer. I like me. It's the Press Box with Grainy and Bischoff. Joining us now, live from training camp in Henderson, Nevada, it's Ed Grainy. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Fellas, how you doing? We're good. What What are you doing right now? I'm standing at the end of the media row watching the wide receivers run out patterns. Uh, and hot take, it's hot. Uh, are you, like, on the field next to the wide receivers? Yes. Oh, you're uh, close. Yes. No, yes. Now, this will last about, let me see what, how much is left in the period. This will last one minute and 44 more seconds, and eventually they will move away from us because, uh, they, God forbid, we watch them run uh, slants. I was going to say, you're reporting live that they're running out routes. You don't want that getting out. If teams know no. they might run an out no. route? <laughs> yes. Hunter Renfro might be in the slot uh, this season. Uh, we don't want to alert the Chargers of that for the opener. Uh, all right. Do you have any sort of breaking Ed Graney updates? Anybody big or fast? Any updates like that for us? Let me see here. Will Kiss just walked by and pushed me because my foot was on the grass. Oh, yeah. You better uh, so back there, up. There's an update. Yeah, yeah, he backed me up. Tell um, him to return my emails. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him when I'm off this. You know what? Uh, not in pads yet, so it's hard to tell. Uh, Devontae Adams looks good. Okay. Uh, Hunter Renfro is making one-handed catches. Uh, let me see what else is happening out here. Derek Carr has his sleeves rolled up to show the guns, as usual. Uh, I don't think he, I, he – they should just cut the sleeves off. I think it probably takes him a long time to roll the sleeves up each morning. Uh, they're hooting and hollering. Everyone's excited. Uh a lot of drills, but no, I don't. I don't have any takes on speed other than Devonte Adams and size, other than Colton Miller. He looks kind of big. Okay. Whose season is over based on five minutes of what you've seen? <laughs> Who's going to be terrible? <laughs> they are going to be six and eleven because of what I have told you so far. Yeah. Uh, fans are out here. I will say, we'll say, got to give them props, Tyler. Uh, uh, shade, some shade, some misters. Oh, yeah, yeah, shade misters fans. Uh, been down in one end zone to all the families of the uh, players. Um, so yeah, they came out. With, we got a little. We got a little breeze up oh, there. They go end of the period. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Jogging over to the other field. Um, no, they uh, they they brought out misters for the fans. There's a lot of fans out here. I'd say right now, a couple hundred fans for a hot day. Not bad. Wow, actually, and as we're speaking about this, by the way, our our esteemed program director Q. Has uh, really been up close to the tight ends, filming the footage, so you can find oh. that out. I'm I'm thinking he's within like ten feet right now. So, oh. do do we Ed? Do you know how to pronounce the last name of the Raiders' backup tight end? Morrow. <laughs> That's what he said yesterday. Q's right. Q's right in front of me, checking out the tight end. Q, we're live on ESPN 1100 100.9. Freezing. <laughs> I've heard of those guys. How are those guys doing today? We're out here at training camp. Hello, Q. How does Foster Moreau slash Morrow look this morning? Oh, he looks very confident in what his last name is. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks very confident in telling us how to say his last name. You know, the one thing I'll say about him, he's always been a, a good talker as far as when we meet with him. But this year he feels like he's a little bit more vocal. I think yeah, that would be how you say it. He's a little bit more vocal and a little bit more confident. Like, I don't know, he's a, he's a guy that's, a, that's a, supposed to be a leader in the locker room. I feel like he's, he's stepping out there on that ledge now can't have a leader that doesn't have his last name pronounced correctly so i'm glad he, i'm glad he cleared that up uh, all right hold on q before before ed gets back on the phone 
Do you have any idea who the five starting offensive linemen will be for week one? No, I have okay. no idea okay. at all. all right. I know Colton Miller is going to be the left tackle. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Ed, <laughs> and, and I think that's the best bet going. I got to ask Ed the same question. Ed, do you, do you have any idea who the five starting offensive linemen will be for week hold one? Hold on. Hold on. Here's it. Oh, Ed's not even there anymore. Okay. He ran. Ed, did you give the phone to Q and run away? Uh, no, I stood right by him. This okay. is intrepid reporting. There's, you're not going to get this reporting at a normal training camp. Handing off phone, That's uh, Moro update. I still will say, because he's allowed us to, he's giving us permission because it rolls off the tongue better, I will see, still say Foster Moreau. I will not say Moro. Oh. Even, though Adam, even though Adam Hill yesterday, I don't know if you read it, the intrepid reporter Adam Hill tracked down his father, Lyle, <laughs> and um, – <laughs> His dad started laughing because this whole thing stemmed from, you know, Foster being on the podcast last week and him being asked about it, like, well, how do you say your name? And he went through this whole thing, like, my dad said Moreau as we're growing up, but Moreau, you know, rolls out the tongue so you guys can do whatever you want. So Adam finds the dad's phone number in some kind of website, calls Lyle, and Lyle starts laughing and says it's Moreau. And then he had a great quote. He said, say it how you want and let's get on down the road. So uh, wow, I thought that was a really good quote as well. Is Adam going to win some sort of award for this story? Adam, we're live on radio. Oh, the boys want to know if you're going to win an award for the Morrow story. Hope so. He hopes so. He hopes Adam's so. always looking for the $200 gift card. After a, after a season no. of distractions, is this going to be the biggest <laughs> distraction that the Raiders face? <laughs> is it? Ed's not listening uh, to us anymore. Okay, all right, I've got an update. Okay. I've got an update. Okay. Talking to GM Dave Ziegler at this point is the one and only Tyler's favorite coach in the world, UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're not going to get updates like that live on the radio anytime soon. Look at that. Uh, Marcus, <laughs> How about that? Marcus Arroyo in a hat and sunglasses? Um, yes. He's got, does he get the sunglasses on? He's got to, right? There's no way. He has to. There's no way. I mean, he has, them, he has them on indoors. Never right. mind. Yeah, he's obviously, it, yeah, he's obviously, yeah, he's got the I got, the, a, uh, I got to sit like down with him the other day at Mountain West Media Day. Yeah. I am jealous. Of? Oh, the fashion sense is impeccable. Oh. Of Arroyo? Fantastic. What is he wearing? Uh, he just, just, wearing a just a, a coordinated outfit, great, great hair, the shoes. Yeah. Also, yeah. I've been lifting more, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to get the physique down just like Marcus Arroyo. Got to cut a lot. I've been pounding muscle milks and eating Greek yogurt, trying to get like Marcus. Do you have a poster of him on your wall? Is like this is this is my ideal body. They say that your background on your phone is your motivation while you go to the gym. I will or will not confirm that Marcus Arroyo is the background on my phone. <laughs> um, um, we're all. I'm also giving an update. Marcus Arroyo believes he's going to be the quarterback because it appears he's stretching. Oh yes, he yeah. can run some so, drills. He can throw those out routes yeah. to to Hunter Ray. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're next to the tight ends blocking with the offensive linemen. I'll tell you what, obviously uh, the coach staff is not aware of where we are because oh. we are very close to both wide receivers and offensive linemen and tight ends. So this is actually pretty nice. So you're telling me Arroyo's running a distraction scheme at the moment so you guys can be close to the practice. Yeah, that you know what? I'm going to give him credit for that. Oh. I'm going to give Marcus Arroyo credit for that. Yes, oh. absolutely. All right. Important question for you. Is Josh McDaniels more boring than you expected? Than who? I lost you at the last second because of the horn. <laughs> than you expected? Well, no. I mean, he, he, he was pretty good yesterday for him. He said a lot. He's, he's almost like Carr in a way that there's a lot said 
but then you have to really go back through it to find, you know, the key parts of it. Um, it's not like he, it's not like he like shortens answers. It's not like he does that to us. Um, so I'll say he's more, uh, enthusiastic than I first imagined. More enthusiastic, but doesn't actually say a whole lot when he talks is what you're telling right, me. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, he, he says what you expect to say. You could probably ask the question and in your mind know the answer before, you know, it's out. All right. Uh, Vic Tafer. a lot of coaches, I'd imagine. I don't I mean, we're only around him. I imagine there's a lot of coaches. And let's, you know, let's be honest where he came from. So I, I imagine he's much more open than from where he came from. But I think when we first started, it was like, okay, it's going to be Belichick. And it hasn't been like that. He has, he has long answers. And I think he tries to help you, but to a point. How do you feel about Phil Bickford this morning? I watched that last night. I didn't for some reason because the lead was 10 when – they gave up the lead. Um, I didn't throw anything. Wow. I, what I did, though, I'll tell you what, you're going to laugh this. I turned it off, and I purposely, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, I purposely wake up at 3 a.m. to check the score. And I didn't check the score. My, my thing was, if I only check the standings, they'll have one. So I went back, and I quickly, you know, switched away from the score. Down, it's at 10 and a half. That means. So I refuse to look at the score. I just looked at the standings to figure out if they won or not. Okay. You were going in and out there. I don't know if you were like running sprints around oh. your phone or something. No. But um, no. to summarize really quick, you did not watch the end of the game. You woke up in the middle of the night, did yes. not check the actual score. You simply no. checked the standings to see right. how many games ahead the Dodgers were. Right. My last You're night, insane. my weirdness was I only checked the standings. So you know how the scores come up first? I closed my eyes and clicked out of that. Oh, my God. And went to the standings, and then I went down, and it was 10 and a half. So I'm like, oh, they won because they gained a half a game. You're insane. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that, but look what happened. Had I checked the score, it would have been nine and a half, and they would have lost. Mookie wouldn't have that hit is, home run. That is not how that – it was 3 a.m. when you it's checked not how the laws it, of time it already <laughs> happened. Space Mookie had already <laughs> hit the home run. Oh, well. Jesus. All right, Ed. Enjoy enjoy training camp. Find out All who's right. big and who's fast. If he comes on this side of the uh, uh, field, I'm going to ask him why he blocked you. Good. Yes, please do. Please do. I look forward to it. Thanks, Ed. Bye. So there's Ed Graney live from training camp. Um, the most insane baseball fan that I know. Yeah, it's weird. Oh yeah. He, when he watches Dodger games, like when he, when he thinks something bad is going to happen, he will pause it, like change the channel, watch something else for 10 minutes, then come back and fast forward. And he'll only look at the scoreboard in the bottom corner to see like, Oh, how many outs or did the runner move or did they score? So I enjoy baseball. Me too. And I am a fan of the Angels, as we have established. I, I don't like them that. Like, I don't like baseball that much. Oh, I do. Ed, Ed and I like baseball the same amount. Like, we're both. Like, your your liver die every out over oh, the grind yes. of a 162-game yes. yeah. season. It's not healthy. The Astros played a doubleheader yesterday, and I was not happy when they blew the lead in the ninth inning of one of them. Aren't you from Mississippi? Yeah. What do you want me to cheer for? The Mississippi Braves? Or like somebody on the East Coast? I lived in Texas for two years when I was five. T-ball team was the Astros. We went to a couple of games. Then we moved to Mississippi. There's no other team to cheer for. And that, and that fandom really took off, what, about like 2016 or so with the Astros? No, 2001. <laughs> oh, okay. When they were really good in the <laughs> yeah. early 2000s. Okay. And then didn't go to the postseason from 06 to 14. Not fun. As a Cubs fan, 
it is genuinely like I'm just happy that like I'll I will watch the Cubs games inning to inning and just go, man, they suck. We got a World Series though. God, they're great. God, they're bad. They are the worst team. No, see, and also yes, say Suzuki. The reason the Astros cool. are great is they did what I would do if I ran it. Yes, they tanked to hell. Of course, incredible, and it worked. I'm. I have I've kind of been in the camp of trade Mike Trout. Now yeah. he's falling apart, and he'll still get something. He won't get as much now. You, they should trade Otani and Trout this offseason. I and I listen. This is the best six year span the Astros have ever had in their history. I love that they're great. I love that they could legitimately win the World Series every year for the last six years. They're cheaters. I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed the like 2010 to 2014 tanking. Because I could watch them, and I did—I genuinely did not care if they lost. Like I was genuinely like, "Oh, I hope they lose." And it was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, who's that small guy that swings at everything?" I love him. It was don't get no hit, and Jose Altuve's really fast. It was great. It yep. was the most fun June and July's watching the Astros. Now I'm furious on July 21st when they give up a ninth inning lead, and then they come back and win because, of course. But well, that's also the annoying thing about fans like you. So, like, uh, my co-host, Matt Eubens, and our producer, uh, Matt Santos, over at VSIN, they're Yankees guys. And so, like, three games into the season, like, oh, fire boom, they're terrible. Uh, the Yankees <laughs> suck. This is going to be a lost year. And I'm like, there are a million games up in the AL East, I, like, and you still find the things to complain about. I, I will say this. In between games, super optimistic. I think the Astros are winning the World Series. During games, I'm a little... Dusty Baker's going to screw you. Everything's oh, just, well, everything's he, he doesn't know what he's doing. But, yeah. But, like, in between games, super optimistic. For, like, six straight years, I'm like, yeah, they're going to win the World Series. But during games, I'll be like, these morons. I can't believe they suck when they, bl- when, they uh, when they blew the lead, it was tied yesterday in the first game of the doubleheader. Yeah. You're throwing stuff. Oh, furious. And then they walk absolutely it off, furious. and you're like, now we're good. We're going to yeah, be the yeah. best team in baseball. Yeah, absolutely furious yesterday. <laughs> but then they won. It was great. And then they played again in an hour and a half, and then I had to do it all again. But they took an early lead in that one, so it was cruising. Angels play the Braves today. I can't wait to l- wait, watch them lose 6-1. Who's pitching? It's gonna be a lot of fun. Not uh, Otani. I don't. No, I don't think it's Otani. I will double check. I'm ninety nine percent sure that it's not a Shohei Otani. All right. Oh, it is Otani. Look at that. Huh? Oh, wow. They're gonna win. They probably. You know what? They actually <laughs> won. Forty and fifty three. Here we come. All right. We got tickets to give away again. Ultimate Ninja World Series Finals at the Orleans Arena this weekend. We got a four pack of tickets. Seven zero two three six four eleven hundred is the phone number. If you want to go see the Ultimate Ninja World Series Finals at the Orleans, 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number three at 702-364-1100. Bischoff's Briefs. I'm asking you if you know the difference between right and wrong. I discovered at a very early age that if I talk long enough, I could make anything right or wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. So either I'm God or truth is relative. Bischoff's Briefs. And in either case... Booyah. Bischoff's Briefs. All right, I'm changing what we're doing in Bischoff's Briefs. Nice. John Von Tobel's in for Ed Graney this morning. Um, you have a kid. I do. I have two. Do you think you could plausibly convince me that having a kid would be a good idea? I mean, that's really... If you want to have like a really deep conversation about it, then I mean, probably... Well, I mean, what's your thirst for love and connection? I do not want a kid. Uh, love and connection. Because I'll tell you this. None. Uh, last night, as much as I love my child, so I, so I'll put it this way. So I'm an anime fan, right? And you know how What's like your favorite anime. Uh, 
I guess we're going with nostalgia. It's probably Dragon Ball Z, but I will say Yu Yu Hakusho, for those who don't know, is a hidden gem. It's absolutely fantastic. Yep. There are times, and I would never do this, but there are times that I wish that I could Dragon Ball Z kick my son through a mountain <laughs> because I know he wouldn't get hurt, but it would just be really satisfying to do it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, when my older son out of nowhere gives me a hug and says, Dad, you're my best friend. I love you so much. It's totally worth it. You know oh, what I mean? Chance. Yeah. No. Love that kid. Love both of them. So depends on what you want. But you want a Dragon Ball Z kick one of them? Yeah, every once in a while. Okay. I mean, I personally would want a Dragon Ball Z kick all kids at always. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, if you're a non-kid person, oh, yeah. there's no, no yeah, chance. there's no point in like, like I, I'm also not one of those, like, I guess there's like this. I always think when people are like, society tells me this, it's a little overblown. Right? Like, I know people are like, society always tells me that I got to have kids. When in reality, it's probably like two people who told you that you should probably have kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're both uh, grand. Right. Yeah. Right. In front of their name. You know what I mean? But like, the message is like, oh, society's been pushing this on me. Like, I'm not one of those where like, you have to have a kid, you know? But like, if you want one, have one. If you don't, don't. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, there's times where it's hard, there's other times where it's cool. You know, like my kids getting into like Mario now, you know what I mean? And so like, you know, like sitting there and playing like Crash Bandicoot and Mario with him for like 30 minute stretches. That's kind of cool. What yeah, are he, you going to push on your children? Nothing really. So I have my, my mindset is because I'm better than everybody uh, is he likes what he likes. We're just going to get him involved in a whole bunch of different stuff and whatever he latches onto, he latches onto. Like the other day for the first time, it was right before the all-star break and he's kind of been getting a little bit more into it. Like he knows who Shohei Otani is. But, like, there was a Dodgers-Cardinals game that I was watching, and he sat there and watched, like, two full at-bats with me without getting up. And he was, like, kind of interested in what was happening, right? Like, he wants to sign up for T-ball just to try it out. Did anything interesting happen in those two at-bats? Uh, actually, it was. The Dodgers, they were down. <laughs> they were down, I think, in that game, if I remember correctly, I think they were down, like, 5-1 or something like that. And in those two at-bats, I think it was Mookie Betts got called out on a strike that was way outside of the zone, of course, and I was very angry, and I told my son to be angry about it yes, uh, because we had money on it. Um, and uh, <laughs> This yes. is your college fund. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, we're not going to be able to eat tomorrow, Diego. Be angry. Um, and then the other, I think there was like a like an RBI single or something like that. You know, so He's kind of getting into it. He has his interests. Uh, t- teach him that robot umps are better than human umps. Oh, we're going to get there. Trust okay. me. I'm going to instill technology is... Is way better. I hope. I'm going to instill my ageism. I hope your children don't even remember humans calling balls and strikes. Pretty cool. I hope they're. I hope you have to explain to them. Yeah, there used to be an old guy. Yep. Who would tell you if that ball crossed through this imaginary box? A retiree. Yeah. (laughs) And some of them would be adamant that they were correct even though we had the technology to prove otherwise. All right, hold on. I got a question for you guys. Cassie Soto just asked me, will you be mad if I ask to make my hit super quick? Tell her what's the point then? No. Go away. Go away? Yeah. Oh, we're definitely calling her for like two minutes. We're going to... Oh, my God. We're going to hang okay. up on her in the answer, her first answer. Yeah, can we hang up on her mid-sentence? Yeah, what... Uh... Now, that reminds me. Can I tell you one of my greatest things I've pulled here? So, when I was a producer, we had an intern at the time. His name was Brett. And he was dying to get on the air, dying to get on the air. And it was his last day. And it was me, Adam, and uh, Taylor Byrne, old company member, who, by the way, is coming to town in a couple of weeks, getting married. Can't wait to see him. Um, and we're like, all right, Brett, this is your time. You can open the mic and you can speak. And he didn't have any headphones on. The second he opened his mic, uh-huh. I went to commercial. 
and he started talking, and he was so excited. How long did he talk for? I, I let him go for like two and a half minutes <laughs> before I told him we were on commercial break. Broke his heart. Poor Brett. Uh, so here's here's what we want to do. We got to come up with a good question to ask Cassie to start, and I think we we just hang up on her. Was it? Did she just get engaged or married? One of the two. She just got engaged. Mm, I was going to say. Well, let's she, be society. Let's she's push. Been, this, let's she's push been engaged the, since October. Let's push societal norms on her. When are you having kids? Okay. Mm, yes. Actually, I like that. I was going to say. Do I was we do say it on ask, first question, or do we ask her like two or three and then hang up? Oh, I, I mean, not, normally she's got good answers. She's fun. Yeah, that's the whole reason we have her on. Is to, I mean, she's from Raiders.com and she's fun. Um. What I would say is we get an Archie question, and then we go to the, so when are you having kids? And in the middle of her answer, that's when I'll kill the call. Okay, perfect. All right. We don't need to go to break just now. No, we'll we don't. We actually, minute. we still got like two minutes left yeah, yeah. in this we'll, segment. We'll get to her eventually here. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's the plan here. We'll make it short for Cassie Soto and just hang up on her and make her feel bad. Okay, perfect. I look forward to this. Does she want kids? Have we asked her that before? I don't know. Okay. Oh, no, I think she doesn't. I don't know. I vaguely recall us asking it and her being like, I have kids. I have Archie. Dogs, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, all she wanted was to get engaged. That was the only thing I she I mean, it took her a decade. Life. She finally wore that poor guy down. She's been engaged for like eight months, and I don't think she's planned I, anything. So I don't really know Cassie that well, other than the times I've spoken to her at Media Availability. Getting this insight on a relationship, it sounds like it's on rock-solid footing. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talk to her about it all the time. Yeah. We've talked to her fiance on the radio before. Just pestered him into... She kind of pesters him into it, yeah. Again, sounds like they're off to a great start. <laughs> They've been dating for like 10 years. Yep. All I know is that when I worked at Starbucks, there was a there was a girl who worked there that was with her significant other for like 10 years, and like she would just come in furious <laughs> yep. that they were not engaged yet. And I was like, this... At Why some point, just break pull, up. Just pull the plug, yeah. I mean, I was dating for 10 years before I proposed. Actually, so was I. See? That's normal now. That's a good point. You're welcome. Dude. I mean, I... gotta tell you. You know what's crazy now that I'm married? The financial stuff? We combined our car insurances? You know how much money you save doing that stuff? Crazy. We've been doing that for like... Family plan? Six years. Crazy. (laughs) Taxes? Crazy. Don't have the taxes part down yet. Well, of course. You gotta get married. Yeah. Kids? Oh, that's what you want. You want something? No, huh? No, you want no, a kid? Want yeah, it. you want a benefit of having kids? I don't want your tax breaks over here just because I. Let's go. Out a kid. The now, governor of Florida just sent out a bunch of like checks to people. Like he just sent government aid to people because he was like, "Hey, they got kids." That's right, Not doing it. That's part of the pandemic. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, Cassie Soto. The people who doubted. I remember exactly what you said, when you said it, and what you were wearing when you said it. You're listening to The Press Box, Summer Edition. Joining us now is Cassie Soto, who has requested to make this interview quick because you, what, do you have a deadline or something coming up? Yeah, the press conferences start at 10.15, and we just got back into the the media room, so I have to edit all of my video real quick. Seems like a weird time to agree to an interview, right? If you knew that was coming. Well... Well, that's the thing. I don't really agree anymore. They just nominate me yeah, to yeah. talk every Friday at 930. Yeah, we, don't, we don't give her a heads up. By the way, like, this okay. is John Von Tobo. I'm, I'm new to this equation, so if yeah, you're mad yeah. at them, don't blame me. So. Yeah, JVT's Von, here. Be mad at him. Von Tobo, Von Tobo y Los Vatos, I've heard. Oh, great name, isn't it? 
That's really good, actually. <laughs> uh, what I love mean? the promo. I love the promo real quick. I love the promo, and you're like, not not a speck of Hispanic blood. So that makes it even more fun. <laughs> what are you even editing? Not that you guys don't see anything. Oh, yeah. No, they've been these last two days, they've been giving us the great stuff. I don't know if you saw my Twitter yesterday. No. But I got all, like, I got all the good stuff yesterday and again today. Um, I got some good bubble bubble butt shots for you, Tyler, that who's, I'll try to get up a little bit later on. Who's got the, the uh, best bubble butt on this team? Uh, the old linemen were right in front of me. I was There were so many, so I have to go back and really take a deep dive before okay. I can fully answer yeah, that. Yeah, i got to go back and watch the film. Yeah, dive into those bubble butts. Our theory has yeah. been that Alex Leatherwood was not very good last year because he does not have a bubble butt. Like two pieces I, I, of I cardboard back there. Yeah, I zoomed in, so we'll see. I'll come back to you. I'll report next next uh, next hit. I got you. All right, this will be very important um, updates here. All right, uh, an important question for you that we were talking about, and I, I think we've asked you this before, but I don't remember your answer. Do you want to have kids? No, absolutely not. And she's gone. All right, Cassie Soto, quick interview. Doesn't want to have kids, so she's like me. It's a good answer. Yeah. Don't have them. Cool. You know what? No, you have to, Cassie. You yeah. have to have you kids. Yeah. Society that. says so. Uh, you know what sucks? Besides kids? Kids suck a lot. Yeah, yeah. Not much sucks. Here's the thing. Kids. I'll just specify this. Other people's kids suck. 100%. Because I, I can discipline my child, right? The other one's still kind of potato-y. Like, he crawls and stuff, but, you know, he doesn't really know anything. <laughs> I can discipline my child. But when another kid is, like, being a kid... I can't give him because I have patented the look where I just look at my kid. I'm like, bro. And he's like, sorry. You know what I mean? I can't do that to the other kid because then I'm threatening a minor. And it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait till they're 18. <laughs> All right. Jesus. <laughs> what sucks besides kids? Planning a wedding is a nightmare. No, again, you guys are all losers, dude. Like, what are you doing? You're planning a wedding? Yeah. You do it. Me and my, me, tell you this. I rent, I, I got a suit. Wife got a dress. Went down to the courthouse, got married, then threw a party. Like, why Why you guys got to be so extra with it? That I got to is... go to a wedding next month or next week, Taylor Burns' wedding. It's like at Prim Golf Course or whatever it is. People are flying in from out of the country. Too much. Jared, should I tell him where I'm getting married? I you mean, be a golf course? Scotland. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> we get it. You're in love. Like, get over it. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's more just uh, I think he's trying to somehow expense a trip to Scotland as like built into well, like that's well, the other thing. I mean, you're you're very inconsiderate. Well, of who? Of he, the people who are going to be forced to pay for he's not the trip inviting there. anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't like so anyone. You're, so you're paying for this trip by yourself? No. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. You're inconsiderate. Of who? Of whoever's giving you the money for the trip. Yeah, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> Who's my, whose idea the was people it? People that are paying for it. I, no, ridiculous. It is. That's why you turn them down. It is also. Our wedding in Scotland is going to be cheaper than our wedding would have been here. It's not true. I just gave you a great idea that would have been like, okay. it cost us like nothing. Given our families, your idea would not have been not a legitimate option. Well, your families are extra? Completely non-starter. At least one of our families is extra. I will not say which one, but complete non-starter. So it's, it's her family. Complete non-starter. So it's her family. To do what you suggested. <laughs> Would I have been you on answer board without that? answering? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Com- I didn't say because if it was yours, yeah. you would have no problem throwing it, your family. No, no. In the bus. If it was his, it would have been. Yeah, my mom's bringing a chicken. <laughs> right. Yeah, she probably will bring a chicken. Uh, complete non-starter. But it is legitimately it is cheaper to get married in another country. And I am our wedding is going to be cheaper in Scotland than it would have been here. Is it going to be like outside? 
It's at a castle. Oh, such. <laughs> like my dad got married in Italy to my stepmom. I'm like, get over it, dude. Did you go? No, of course not. What do you mean, of course not? I was like, I think I was like seven or six. And he didn't bring young. you? You weren't no. even like the ring bearer? Or... No. no. Okay. How many people went to this wedding? I think like it was them and her mom. Like there was like nobody. Oh, that's definitely what you should do. If I'm... it's just going to be you and like the two witnesses you need or whatever. Yeah. That's right. And the Take best part vacation. about my, my wedding, I have great memories. Like the fact that we went to the wrong side of the courthouse. And so, like, she's walking in this wedding dress, and, like, we're walking in the streets of Las Vegas, and, like, we get to the wrong side, and then we go to the others. People are cheering for us, congratulating us. It was fantastic. That doesn't sound like a great memory. It is a great memory. I cried. I cried when I got married to my wife in a tiny little room because we love each other. I don't need to go to Scotland to prove my love. I don't either, but I can go to Scotland, so I'm going to. Yeah, again, this is is more uh, Tyler is going to Scotland, and he might get married while he's there. Then I got drunk at the Green Valley Ranch afterwards. It was great. All right. (laughs) I will say that there does need to be a, like, unless I can somehow become an usher at uh, the Scotland Castle. No? Okay. There does need to be some sort of celebration stateside. Probably not. (sighs) No one invites me to their weddings. Probably for good reason. There's a reason for that. Why can't we have a celebration? Now I'm inviting myself to let's what? All, like let's have a let's have a stateside. If you guys want to celebrate, throw it, go for it, and you can come. I got to email somebody about wedding invitations today. I'll so. pick you up. Yeah, you don't I, I was I gonna say let's let's yeah. send him an Uber. Yeah, I'll pick you up. You don't have to drive. I do need a ride. I can't do the whole driving thing at the moment. Hasn't been very good. Uh, Cassie just said um, I was definitely still talking. It must have cut out. <laughs> She doesn't even know we hung up on her. Do I tell her we hung up on her? I would say we hung up on you. You said you wanted it to be short. That's know. the downside of the dial tone not being a thing anymore. We get the dial tone. When well, people hang up on But not us. her, though, right? It right. just disconnects, and yeah. maybe she, she's somewhere. She doesn't hear the beep. That's right. And so she's yeah. just talking and talking we'll, and talking. Yeah, we'll get the beep, beep, beep every once in a while, and it's delightful. We get the dial tone. Yeah. Uh, it is Charles McDonald comes on every week, and as soon as I say, like, he's Charles McDonald, Follow him on Twitter. Thanks, Charles. He's ha- he's hanging up the phone right away, and we get the dial tone. And I love it. Jared hates it, despises it. I think it's the best part of the show. I, uh, it makes me look like I'm not good at my job. Right. So being a former producer, I will just hang out for like 60 seconds after somebody says goodbye to me on an interview, just in case. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? But also, I take offense. Like So like I do I do hits in like uh, Hawaii, right, somewhat, somewhat regularly. And like... The producer there has such a quick trigger finger. Like he doesn't even say goodbye to me. And I kind of want to be like, I get it. I come on a lot. So you don't have to say goodbye to me. But I would like a goodbye. Like you want the producer to say goodbye off the air. Right. To you. You give me the indicate. Like, you know, it just it seems very like band-aid-y. Like, all right, boom. He just hits the button. I don't say goodbye anymore to our guests. You just drop them? It's not even that I drop them. I put them. I put them. On the phone line again, yeah. and they've already hung up. Yeah. And I'm Jared like, wants to have like a six minute conversation afterwards with all of our guests. It's a relationship. He, business. he wants to ask the questions that we didn't let him ask on air. I do. You, you. The other thing too is, and this is super hardcore behind the scenes, but what happens to me a lot is I'll be called because I'm so popular. I'll be do, I'll be doing a hit, and for those who don't know, there is the sequence where you call them and then you put them on, and for some stations you get the. <laughs> Right. So like there's like that space of dead air when you're on the phone, there's that transition to where you're going through the board and onto the air and the host will be asking a question and I'll be listening to the question and they'll go and I can't hear the question. And they'll be like, so what do you think? And I'm like, 
It's really nice to be with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. All right. We got more tickets to give away. Uh, what are we doing? ZZ Top, right? right. I've seen ZZ Top before. Uh, they're, very, they're very old, right? How long ago did you named, see them? Two have beards, one's named Beard. That's all I know about ZZ Top. I'm, actually, I was going to say something, but I'm not. How long ago did you see them? Oh, 10, 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. We got tickets to go see them now, not 10 to 12 years ago. Well, actually in December. They're here December 3rd through the 10th at the Venetian. We got tickets for you. A pair of tickets to go see ZZ Top. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We'll take caller number 11 at 702-364-1100. You want a pair of tickets to go see ZZ Top at the Venetian in December. Jordan's a great, you know, great kid, great player. We had fun with him for two years. You know, I think, you know, we helped him get where he is today. I think we helped him win a Blitnikoff and, and be the player that he is. I think Kenny Pickett was pretty good. He had he had one of the best quarterbacks in the country throwing the ball every day. So I think sometimes people forget, you know, how they got where they are. It was it was it was a special year and, and um, again, I got a lot of ton of respect for Jordan. You know, young men gotta make decisions uh, based on what they know or what they thought, and we kinda we kinda move on. You're locked in the press box. All right. I got an NBA question for you. A tweet from Bob Kravitz of The Athletic. The Lakers-Pacers trade involving Russell Westbrook, Miles Turner, Turner, Buddy Heald, and other assets is currently dead. That's not to say the Lakers can't come back and add a second first-round pick to the current package of picks, but for now, things are to stand still. What? What's their definition of dead, Ben? Uh, it's dead. Um could be resuscitated. I um, love I love reports like this because I'm with Jared. Like, all you're doing is just getting something with traction. It's not dead. If you can revisit it, it's not dead. It's dead. Something is dead is permanent. It's dead. <laughs> no, you can bring things back to life. Where have you been? Um, why would the Pacers do that? What am I? What am I missing here? Uh, get off Miles Turner and uh, Buddy Heald's not like the greatest thing in the world. Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook uh, expiring contract. Clear up some space. I guess. Don't they already have a bunch of cap space after the whole try to sign DeAndre? Thing? I mean, but they're they're rebuilding. It was also it was also kind of a weird thing. There are, if you read between the lines of what the Pacers did, it might have been like a little like dagger at Phoenix, because they could have they could have complicated that deal much more and made it impossible, almost impossible, for the Suns to match. But they didn't. They just offered him a basic extension, and the Suns were like, "Come on." And they, and they had to match the offer sheet well, and bring it back. Why would Indy want to, like, throw a middle finger up the Phoenix? Though? I have no idea. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, honestly, we if see I... see your weather. <laughs> I, if I was... I would do this all the time, honestly, if I ran an NBA team or something like that. I offer sheet do this all I, the time I would, I would do 2K. It. Right, yeah. Just to screw other teams? It, are we not competing for a title? Yeah, no. Are we all not competing for one goal? If I can put you behind the eight ball in any way, shape, or form in the next few years, I am going to do it. It's one of the problems in hockey. There are there's been like two offer sheets in yeah. like the history of the sport. Right. And part of the problem in hockey is the draft compensation you have to give up when you offer sheet somebody is ridiculous. It's like yeah. if it's based on the salary given, but like if you sign a guy to eight million or more or something. You have to give up four first round picks to offer sheet a guy. Oh, really? Oh, it's ridiculous. If you offer sheet a guy for like three million, you have to give up like a third round pick. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, that's why that doesn't happen. Right. It's so ridiculous. it's not some archaic system of honor. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just we have to give up too many draft picks. And it's only happened like twice. Nah, both I would just, involved I'd be the most hated owner or executive in the world because like they'd just be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's your problem now. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Here's a, here's a story that I think Jared will appreciate. Um, I was in D.C. last week, 
we went to eat at a Mexican restaurant and we're sitting out on the patio and the table next to us, guy and a girl on a date, whatever. Uh, she has the largest margarita. Okay. You've ever seen. Thought that okay. was like, going a different direction. Like has she head. also had that too, Jared? She also uh, the margarita had like the Corona upside down and a it. Corona Rita. Yeah, and it's like massive, like the biggest margarita you've ever seen in your life. Uh, please, off mic. We don't need this. And she drank very little of this margarita. Oh, like wow. did not get even close to like maybe she was a fifth of the way through it. Right, didn't come close to halfway through this margarita. So. The next here's here's the next step of events. The guy gets up, leaves the table, right? She's still sitting there. We then see him walking out of the restaurant down the sidewalk behind us to where their table is. She hands him the giant margarita glass. He walks to the car. Then she leaves the restaurant. They effectively stole this giant margarita glass and what was and are literally drinking and driving. 70% of the margarita to go. Okay. And then, yeah, I feel like Jared would appreciate that because they didn't waste the alcohol. But now I'm okay. Now I'm going back and thinking, no, he doesn't appreciate that because she should have drank the whole thing during dinner. Or at least he should have literally she handed it to him. He goes down in one hands her the key. Oh, too big. Cannot go down in one. No brain freeze. Or no, just, just the, the have glasses, you seen those the Corona the glass is literally yeah. too big to even drink out of the side. Yeah, you got to do it with thing. a straw. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm always down for stealing like silverware and utensils from restaurants. Oh yeah, no, if, I'm big on that. There's multiple casinos. Most of my glasses yeah. that I have at my house came from casinos giving me a bourbon and coke, and I'm just like, nope. All right, well, this I mean, is going down the pants. I feel like what is what's the term? Statue of limitations, whatever it is. It's because of years. Oh, I'll admit it. Uh, what's the the Irish the Irish bar that's right across the street from New Orleans, right there on Trop, the pub? It's like McMillan's or something like that. McMillan's, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the two beer glasses when I turned 21. Love them. <laughs> Still have them to this day. Do you use them? Yeah. They're okay. great glasses. They're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they're, no, they're great. So the quality of glasses you buy at like Kohl's or wherever you buy glasses, Bed Bath & Beyond, is not as good as the industrial stuff that bars where they're like, hey, this got, this has to serve like 5,000 people before it can show any wear or tear. They can afford it. Well, also they can afford it, but also it's a higher quality glass. Right. right. Now, I will say... um, I thought you were going down a different path there because, again, being a big guy, uh, and my wife, like I tell her all the time, I could stab her with a steak knife. It would stick out the other side. Uh, I am, I'm the garbage quite disposal. Quite the endearing thing to say. Yeah, right. That um, is quite possibly the worst way to tell somebody they're, like, skinny that yeah. I've ever heard. I would tell that to you, too. If I murdered you, <laughs> yeah. the murder stabbed weapon you the st- would stick out both ends. <laughs> not, not any murder weapon, a steak knife, a very tiny steak knife. It would stick out the other end. I feel the same about you, Tyler. Um, but she makes me finish a lot of stuff. But it's oh, not bad. food. What kills me is it's the it's like the beers. So like she'll get a big beer, she'll drink like maybe half of it, and it's like an IPA before oh, we God. eat like a good meal. And she's like, I can't do it. Can you help me? And, and I'm you're like, like I, I'll need a nap afterwards. Like, yeah, like, like, and it's a it's a regular occurrence. I may or may not be going to an event with somebody in this room next week. That person actually might be able to corroborate and witness said events before. <laughs> Wait, you were in the Mario turn, Mario Kart tournament. I was right? made it to the quarterfinals, I believe. Yeah, right. And that was, wait, that was the, I can't remember. That was the first time you played. Uh, no, 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 no. Come on, this is uh, I, this is. I'm part of the friend group. All right, one could make the argument a deeper ties to the friend group than somebody else. Oh wow, 
Danny's standing in here in studio yeah, off yeah. mic getting yelled at, but yeah. yeah. But yes, I was there. Made it to the quarterfinals. It was my deepest run at the Mario Kart tournament, though, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. Yeah. It's only the quarterfinals, though. Right. Like, well, and here's the thing. So my wife and I had been practicing for a while. Like, <laughs> she advanced to the second round. I advanced to the quarterfinals. The problem was we were practicing on our Nintendo Switch at home. So, like, the controls are way more responsive. Obviously, the graphics have been updated just a little bit. And it's the, re- the original Mario Kart that's been remade for the Nintendo Switch. So, like, then when I sit down... And it's like the yellow, red, white plugs in the back of an HD TV, and it's like three pixels. And I'm like, what am I looking at? And like, there's drift on the Nintendo st- like 64 Switch like stick. It took me a little bit to uh, Wait, took me a little playing, bit to get through it. It was proper in 64 Mario Kart. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I guess yeah. you weren't here because it was Danny was. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Well, and then I got I I got screwed, so I make it past the first two rounds. One of which actually I was in a group with Danny, and we both advanced. I got placed in the quarterfinal group of death with three previous champions and me. And I'm like, all right, this is terrible. But I did get first place in Bowser's Castle in that group. So Bowser's Castle is a very tough map. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> like know. stuff's <laughs> falling from the sky, moving left and right. Yep. It's a okay. means nothing to me at all. Gotta get some but I do like this. There's, there's no money though, right? There you was just, at the, trophy? Be, the first few years. There actually was a, like a pot. Here's the thing. So I was actually cheated one of the last few years that there was money involved. Well, here's this. So it starts with a group stage, right? And it's a five-talent, $10 entry. One of the girls in there, two races in, goes, I don't want to do this anymore. Gives it to her boyfriend, who was a previous champion, and I get eliminated by a point. But he wasn't already in it? No. Why not? It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's like the Buccaneers signing Aaron Rodgers in the middle (laughs) of the Super Bowl and being like, come on, let's go. I don't feel that bad for you. It's ridiculous. I'm more curious why he wasn't already in the field to begin with. That's cheating. How's that cheating? I you, played under protest the next year. You still would have entered, played even under if you knew protest. he was in it. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been in my group. Was it seated? Yeah. Based on past results? Yes. Oh, I like this. Whoever's running this, I'm a <laughs> big go. fan of this. Is there a spreadsheet? We used to do beer pong tournaments back in the Is day. Is there a spreadsheet yeah. to determine who should get what seeds? I th- not this year. Oh, yeah. That's a letdown. Oh, a a random year. drawing? This That's not legitimate yeah. seating. Yeah. Come on. Where's the Ken Palm for the Mario Kart tournament every year? That's what I want.